Events for Breakfast, your go-to guide for advice, top tips and events industry insights. My podcast is delivered in bite-sized chunks to help you digest information and expand your events expertise. Hi there, I'm Kelly Frew and this is Series 1, Episode 2 of Events for Breakfast. Today, I'd like to cover the rise and pivot to virtual events and how events professionals are having to adapt from face-to-face gatherings to creating engaging online solutions. So, if we just take a step back for a moment and give a bit of context to where we are. Due to COVID-19, in the UK, we are three months into lockdown and the events industry has been shaken to the core by the impact of no live events for the foreseeable future. This is a scenario which we have seen being played out across the globe as the pandemic hits every continent and all countries where events play a huge part in the economy. With many events postponed or cancelled, it's been a period of reflection and reimagining for events professionals around the world. And it's been so inspirational to watch an industry which I love dearly find new ways to engage with their audiences and the pivot to virtual events is proving to be a real success. Now let's start by addressing exactly what a virtual event is. A virtual event is an online event that involves people interacting in a virtual environment on the web rather than meeting in a physical location. Virtual events are typically multi-session online events that often feature webinars and webcasts covering all types of content. Now we'll cover both the formats and content of virtual events later in this podcast. In my opening, I talk about the pivot and I cannot stress how important this has been for both in-house and agency events experts. The term pivot has become the buzzword and it refers to a significant business change which in the case of COVID-19 has meant a dramatic change is necessary. What I have seen very recently, following on from a short period of reflection, is the events industry taking action. Now this pivot to virtual is key if events are to continue right now, showing we can adapt as an industry and to help recover and survive from this very strange and worrying time. We as events professionals have had to adapt quickly and learn new skills, meaning we are learning as we go and the journey is not always smooth. It is not a secret that events experts like to be in control and crave perfection. We have all had to let go a little bit and accept that mistakes will happen as we make this transition. What has been super exciting to see is determination to keep events alive, with both attendees and organisers wanting to experience an event in this new world. People are craving connection and interaction and virtual online platforms are helping to bridge the gap left by face-to-face events being paused. We've seen this across the spectrum from musicians who are performing online from their homes to stay engaged with their fans to company CEOs communicating leadership updates to their teams online via webinars. I've also found that clients are extremely receptive to trying new ways to engage with their audiences during this time when they have slowed right down and taken a pause. It gives companies time to demonstrate how they are adapting to the new world and customers, clients and colleagues are all eager to understand what changes are being made to ensure success for the future. If you're an online events professional who needs to upskill in the virtual events arena, there are many online tools available to help you do this. Online industry event platforms are sharing hints and tips as well as providing case studies from very recent events professionals who have pivoted and delivered what was meant to be a live event virtually. 
Now, one of my favorite examples of this is Remote Design Week. Do take time to look it up. What they did is they transformed an event, which was meant to be live, to an online event for 3,000 people across the globe with less than six weeks planning time. If you get the opportunity, please do look it up online because it really is truly inspirational. There are online events forums on many of the social media channels who are hosting panels or speakers on a weekly basis, sharing insights into virtual events. Why not connect with some of these people online and ask them to share their experiences with you over a virtual coffee? It's really quite easy online and on social media to find these events experts using the right and correct hashtags. So if you're looking up hashtag events profs, hashtag virtual events, hashtag event management, you will find some of these people. Dig deep, find them and connect with them. And if you want some real-time experience, why don't you get in touch with one of your local events agencies, especially if you're on furlough right now or you've got some free time, offer to volunteer for them. If you know that they are delivering virtual events experiences, then take some time, take some of that time for personal development and offer your time to widen your own skill set. As events professionals right now, it's our personal duty to take care of ourselves, look after our own personal development and upskill ourselves. So if you've not got those virtual event skills, then I really would take the time, do your research, use the online tools. If you can get some face-to-face -face experience too, then you're gonna set yourself up to be really successful moving forward. Virtual events are not going to go away and hybrid events as we move more into the face-to-face -face, are also going to become really key and I'll cover that in one of my future podcasts. So now I have delivered a couple of virtual events over the last few months. So what I wanted to do is share with you my three top tips to anyone who is starting to explore virtual events planning for themselves. So top tip number one. Treat your virtual event as a TV broadcast and as such, build a schedule and a flow for the event which suits a TV format. So if you're sat there in front of your screen and you're watching your, your favourite programme that say is 30 minutes long, think about how they structure that, that TV broadcast to keep you engaged. So when we're thinking about our sessions, let's structure our sessions to keep them short and engaging. So 15 to 20 minutes is about right, having done this now a couple of times and really thought about it and got some feedback, around 20 minutes is your sort of maximum time to keep people focused on the screen and retain information before needing a break. Planning in attendee breaks into your format is critical. Give them time to get away from their screens to make a cup of tea and to stretch their legs, to check their emails, to say hello to their kids. You cannot control attendees from walking away from the screen whilst your session's alive. So what we need to do is give them plenty of opportunities within your day or within your format to make sure that you're retaining their interest. Give them breaks, okay, so they're not taking the breaks during those valuable session times. So keeping focused on that sort of TV broadcast, let's pay serious attention to how long you actually need the full event to be. Now we all know when we're delivering face-to-face -face events and if you're doing a conference, it may be an all-day event, it could be an overnight event or a six-hour event, for example. But do you really need an online event to be this long? Can you structure a content-rich two to three hours with plenty of breaks structured into that and a variety of formats from keynote speakers, virtual breakout rooms, interactive workshops and networking, for example? 
So what we need to remember is how do you want your attendees to feel? So when, when the attendee has finished their event and they are walking away from their screen, you're wanting your attendees to feel inspired and motivated. We don't want them to feel square-eyed and tired. So believe it or not, that was just top tip number one. So moving on to top tip number two, make sure you incorporate interactive elements. So as well as planning that day to make sure that they've got plenty of breaks, what we don't want to do is just sit our attendees in front of the screen and basically send and receive information. We want them to give their feedback, we want them to give their ideas, we want them to take part. So that might be setting up breakout zones, breakout rooms, which you can do very easily with a virtual event. You might set up topics and discussion panels for them to get involved with in these breakout rooms. You could also do polls and voting systems. So again, you've got that live interaction and they're feeling like they're really part of something. So they're, they're immediately sharing their ideas and their thoughts and they can see those ideas and thoughts collectively as a group together and what the outcome of those ideas and thoughts are. You could also think about with an interactive element, setting something up which actually gets them away from, from sitting in front of the screen. So they may stand up. So if we're thinking about well-being, so if we are doing a, a, an event and we want some well-being in there, you could structure a 20 minute yoga session, for example. Set them up beforehand, give them all the instructions of what they might need and the space that they might need to take part and what they need to wear. It doesn't have to be yoga, that's just an idea. It could be all sorts of different things, a cocktail making class, for example, but give them something to make them really think that they're taking part, not just sat in front of a screen. So they're getting a little bit interactive and, and moving as well. So that's really, really key. And for my final top tip, so top tip number three, Think about whether you've got international global attendees. If your attendees are attending from across the globe, think about those time zones when you are scheduling your sessions. Now this is gonna take some planning, so think about where your attendees are and where your key attendees are if we're gonna get really strategic with this. You're gonna have some really key messages that you're going to, go to one and some really key sessions that you're building into your format of your event. So you're gonna to have to sit down, look at all of those different time zones, look at when those sweet spots are, when you're gonna have most of your time zones that can connect at a, a reasonable time and that's where you need to be putting in the sessions which you would class as your key sessions that information that you want the most people to listen to and get the most out of so that sweet spot of those time zones linking up at a reasonable time is really really key now to finish and i know this is a question that we get quite a lot is what platform should i use when delivering my virtual event now, only you know your audience and what type of platform they will interact with the best and what functionality and design you require. For you, you need to understand the key objectives for what your online event needs to deliver. This is going to help you choose the right solution. For example, is your event a networking opportunity? Is it educational or entertainment-led? Make sure you do your research. There are so many different platforms out there to help you choose the right one for you, make sure that you make a list of essential functions that you need your platform to deliver and go out there and explore what is on offer. Reach out to your peers, industry professionals and suppliers. Now they've already probably delivered virtual events and you can definitely learn from them. And if I can help in any way, then please do get in touch. We're a friendly bunch in events and we need to help each other to get through this. Good luck and embrace expanding your knowledge and developing your skills. Until next time, 
goodbye and take care.